0: Talking finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance.
1: All right, I can hear lots of anticipation for the Municipal Watch feature today as we focus on the Macha Beng local municipality. And you are all welcome to be part of the conversation. So, Eddie, John, looking forward to hearing from both of you and some of our other listeners as well during 11 and 12 o'clock. Well, we're talking finance with Brian Hirsch. Brian, welcome back.
2: Kathy, good morning to you. Nice to be up had a lovely time in Cape Town. Uh, Good to be there. I went to see my grandchildren. It was lovely.
1: I hope you had a restful one, Brian.
2: Well, you know, today you you can't, you know, we'll never know about rest because we carry our phones with us, we carry our computers. uh, We can work from anywhere in the country now. Uh, So I don't know. I, I know that when I was young and I went away for three weeks, I came back and asked people what happened while I was away. Now you can't even do that because you know what's mm. happening every second of the time.
3: Mm. I mean,
2: no, I'll tell you something interesting. In 1929, when the stock market crashed, it was the big crash of 29. In India, they only knew about it five days later.
1: These days, you, <laughs> you see it as it's happening, right? It's happened, the whole world you know. gets to see it as ah, it's happening. Yeah.
2: I refer to the, you know, the the, the disaster in America, the tragedy with Twin Towers. Mm -hmm. Very few people saw the first plane go into the first tower. But the the word spread so quickly that many, millions and millions of people saw the second plane. Mm -hmm. That's how quickly news travels. So it's like everything else. I don't think everyone will have restful times. will ever know. My grandchildren, your children will never know the restful times we had all those years ago where you went away and you really had a good break.
1: All right. All right, Brian. Well, you know, we've got to take what we can. So I I hope that uh, even the little rest that you managed to get in has been enough to get you through the rest of the year, hey? Yeah,
2: it was lovely anyway. Kathy, as you know, this week is National Wills Week. And I know we dealt with Wills before, Mm. but I just thought because... It's National Wills Week, and many South Africans do not have a will. And and many attorneys around the country are prepared to draft a will free of charge. And a well-drafted will will make it that much easier for everyone's estate to be wound up and benefits paying to who you'd like. So what I'm going to do is I'm asking our listeners, if you haven't got a will and you're interested in contacting an attorney, I'm going to give out details of where you can access attorneys and names of attorneys phone numbers at the end of the program so please get pencil and paper out
1: brian i was telling the listeners a bit earlier about the 43 billion rand that is remaining unclaimed in south africa largely due to the fact that you know there was no will in some of those estates tell us why it is important for us to actually You know, not just think about getting wills, which seems to be a lot of what a lot of people do. They think about it, but they never actually action it.
2: Okay, well, I think the most important thing is is a belief that if you only have a small estate, you do not need a will. And this is not correct because a will guarantees that any asset you have, and it could be as little as a car, go to the person that you want it to go to. By not having a will, and dying is what's in called intestate, your assets will automatically be paid to relatives, starting firstly with your spouse, then down to children and grandchildren, then up to grandparents, then to brothers and sisters, and then to cousins. And that's not maybe exactly where you want your monies to go. Um, a recent report reflected there's been a large number, which I'm thrilled about, who updated their wills because of covid and a large increase, not only have they updated, but a large percentage of people during COVID have actually made a wall. And, 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 and it shows that over 50% uh, reflect to first-timers in what we call lower-income groups. However, more than half the country, even more, I'd say 75% of the country, do not have a wall. And whilst you can just do a one-page wall, you still must be very careful Because a badly drafted will, which is unclear or ambiguous, can lead to more problems than dying without a will. The will must be signed and dated. It must be witnessed, and let me repeat, by two independent parties, every single page of the will, who are not beneficiaries of the will. In other words, if you are a beneficiary of the will, you cannot witness it in this country. Any handwritten alteration, which I see so regularly, to a written will is unacceptable if the will is not signed, that change is not signed by you and two independent people. Mm-hmm. So people need to check their wills, they need to regularly update the will and just see. Having a will obviously ensures that the assets will go and to be distributed to the person or the people you want the money to go to. So when we talk about brothers and sisters who may have parents, may they don't want to leave their money to their parents because it's not necessary, but they need to make sure that if they want to do that, they need to have a will. Uh, in a will, you have a cho- choice of who's going to be the executor, and let me just here explain to you what an executor does. An executor is the person who has been given the responsibility of taking care of an estate after a person that dies to ensure that whatever of instructions or your will are carried out. So it's a very onerous responsibility. They, the, the executor doesn't have any leeway. He has to follow the will. And, you know, and without a will, you do not have a choice. And there could be a lot of unhappiness between... I've seen a lot of fights mm-hmm. with family members who have been, because there was no will, who have not been, who, have been, who are now uh, left out of any assets that they distributed. They end up arguing and even have, in many cases, tried to contest that that will was invalid and then that delays the distribution. Another important thing is, if you've got beneficiaries under your life policies, understand that overrules anything you say in your will. In other words, if I make my wife the beneficiary of my life policy. In my will, I mention that life policy and I leave the asset to my son. They will ignore my will and they will pay it out to my wife. So all I'm saying is you need to check your beneficiaries as much as you need to check your will. And so many people who have life policies going back have not checked that their beneficiaries may or may not um, uh, be the same that they wanted. Um, And and, and Brian,
1: sorry, just to come in there, just on the issue of executors, how does one actually pick an executor for their will? Well, I are mean,
2: a lot of a lot of conflict about or a lot of conflict of thought. Remember, an executor, a lot of institutions draw up wills mm. free of charge, mm. and then uh, they automatically, uh, in the will, uh, their name is the the appointed executor. So, if banks draw up wills. For free, they will automatically be the executor. The problem with that is executor's fees, the statutory level is 3.5% plus VAT. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, you're not able to negotiate with the institution. So I have a different view. I believe if you appoint a wife or a husband or a family or a child, when I say child, an adult child, they can then go to that same institution or any other uh, uh, any capable professional body who is equipped to, to wind up the state and negotiate the fee. They also have an ability if they, if they, if they will, if the state has been um, wound up badly and the executor isn't coming back to you, you can, you can fire them. Once I appoint an executor, let's say I appoint bank ABC, the only person that can change that executor is the master. And to get to the master's office is a nightmare. So but many, many, many parties will tell you you must appoint a professional. And if you do appoint a professional firm, make sure you negotiate the fee in the will. So that there's no confusion and they can't just charge the three percent Because you can negotiate depending on the size of your state and executives see anything down to one one and a half percent depending on the size of their state. I, I'm involved in quite a lot of negotiations with executives and we've been doing it at somewhere in the order of two, two and a quarter, and depending on the state. You also need to also understand who's gonna be the guardian of the children. And you need to have a look who Are the people that you appointed, let's say you drew up a will 15 years ago and you appointed a guardian and you've still got minor children, or well, let's say 10 years ago, do you still, are those guardians still the people that you want to be the guardians? Because remember, children under 18 cannot inherit, and for that reason, you, you have in your will what's called a testamentary trust, where the money is left to, to trustees, which you then need to appoint in your will now to oversee the assets for the children. If you do not have a will and you die in test state, children will inherit. It'll go into the guardians fund and children will inherit at 18. And I'm not sure that's the right time for children to inherit. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a, a testamentary trust for children in your will under the age of 18, you can stipulate they inherited 25, they inherited 30, the trustees have to give them income to maintain their life and pay for education, all those things, but they can't squander uh, the money. So uh, I think that's very important that you understand this is World Week and at the end of the program, I will just give out the email address of where you can uh, uh, the, the, the site where you can actually have a look at what attorney in rural areas are doing World Tree this week.
1: So, so Brian, again, I think it's important to um, to just emphasize what you said about the fact that we, when you do draw up a will, the company that you're drawing it up with uh, for free automatically becomes the executor of your will. Um, and, and so I think that's something that a lot of people could perhaps not be aware of. And so they need to keep that in mind.
2: Well, yeah, that's why I say in mm-hmm. the will, negotiate the fee. Mm-hmm. Because the st- if you don't negotiate the fee, if you just appoint uh, organization A, B, C, they will charge 3.5% plus that. Mm. So it's not just... On the
1: size just...
2: of so, so and, the And you can't... Yeah. And if you, if you could, then you can negotiate Well, will. I'm doing a will at the moment where there's a, a, a level, a staggered level of what the fees are depending on the size of the estate, gains as much as at the end, the last part of the assets, half a percent as compared to a flat three and a half percent. So negotiate it. Um, and, uh, you know, because if you, if you pay for the will, it may cost you a thousand uh, or twelve hundred rands. Uh, and we're talking about a simple world. And I'm just talking, you don't have to have complicated walls. But uh, the minute you appoint an executor, let's assume uh, you've got assets of 2 million rand at 3.5%, at 70,000 rand. So that world that costs for nothing Uh, They've cost you nothing. You're now going to be paying the uh, uh, executor's fees of seventy thousand, which maybe you should have negotiated at a lot less. Mm -hmm. And remember, as you get older, and as the value of your estate increases, you don't necessarily change the executor. So the executor's fees are governed by the amount of the gross estate.
1: So, Brian. You're always advising us to go out there and get competitive pricing when it comes to, uh, you know, getting other financial products. Can one do that when it comes to wills and uh, see what's on offer out there?
2: Yes, I think you can. If you Google, I mean, I've no doubt about it. If you Google uh, attorneys, I'm um, this, this week they're doing it for free. And they're doing simple wills. They're not doing complicated wills. Because sometimes for many people, you know, a will is very personal. And there may be lots more complications and different bequests you have. You may have assets internationally. And international estate planning is critical. Because in different jurisdictions, if you've got property, you have to have a second will. Your South African will just can't be handled your, your, your internationally national assets Mm -hmm. so you've got to look at your circumstances everyone's circumstances are different but you can uh, you can negotiate and see what they'll charge and 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 don't and in fact i would rather pay for a will uh but in this particular week the fact that they're doing it free and i also think they've also i think i saw comment that you don't have to appoint that institution or firm of attorney's to actually be the executor.
1: All right. So lots of things for us to keep in mind as we then undertake the process of getting those wills in order. Remember, you can uh, ask Brian any questions related to wills, or it is the financial segment. So any other uh, related questions on zero double one seven one four two double zero six. I also see some of your WhatsApp uh, text messages coming through on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Cyril, your calling us from Cockstad Good morning.
3: Good morning and thanks for taking my call, Kathy. And thanks to Brian for his uh, uh, good advice. He saved us a lot of money. Uh, Brian, I want to ask you a question. We am di- directly involved here uh, on, uh, on, on the world. This world is quite clear, though it sounds uh, complex. It's got a, a, a clause or term, very commission which means generation to generation at infinitum. This is a farm, uh, uh, Brian. Now, this is a 1910 world that's that has been wound up by the look of it. The, 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 the movable property was divided amongst the heirs, the first uh, generation, but the property was not transferred. So the tra- property is still in the original owner's name. My question, Brian, is uh, an executor was appointed by the master. Now, the work of the executor is not to wind the world up to transfer maybe that Im- immovable property to the heirs. And uh, does can government develop on land that's still in a deceased estate? Can government develop on there? You see? That's, that's my question. And my last question is Now, I'm the fourth generation, and I think there's fifth and seventh generation in this world. In this world, the immovable property is not wound up. Now, there's a restriction on wealth that goes, I think, to the second generation. Now, because the property is not divided in any portions, that means the restriction will be on the whole property, the immovable property. Now, do we wait for the last dying of the second generation before we can wind up? And will this winding up go from generation to generation? Or can it just from the second generation, the last of the second generation, if it's so, if that person dies, then it can be uh, 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 wound up by the executive into the current generation. All right. I don't know whether it's too much in the
2: market.
1: Yeah. All right, Cyril. All Rook. Right, uh, Brian?
2: So, look, you know, I want to make a comment. I'm, I'm not an attorney. Uh, I I'd certainly advise many of our clients how to go about drafting their will. I don't do the drafting at all. Under the Further Commission, there would be some, 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 something in that to say at what stage would that property be wound, sold, and the assets distributed. I don't know how many generations it would have in that particular document. But, but obviously, that, that belongs to the family and belongs to, the, to, to, to those beneficiaries in the trust. But whether whether a government can build on that or whether you just can't have a look at the documents and get legal advice from that. But at some stage the property can be sold and distribute and the assets distributed to the, the remaining beneficiaries. I mean you're talking about nineteen ten. So you're talking about you're talking about children right down the line, maybe great great grandchildren of anyone who had set that up in that particular period. Okay. There's no
1: trust
3: in the there's no trust in the world. it it it, it states very clearly I'm leaving the property to, and he names the nine children, and it must go from generation to generation. So there's no trust uh, embedded in the world.
2: But at some stage, it would say that after a certain generation, the the, the asset should be sold it, it, and distributed. It
3: says, it says ad infinitum in the homes for my children's children, it's Very clear.
2: Yeah, you'd have sorry yeah. on that one. You'd have to you'd have to speak to to you'd have to get legal advice. I can't give you any legal advice. All sorry, look. Right. Thank
1: you. All right, Cyril. All the best. Uh, Cyril out in Kogstad. Brian, I think this... Yeah.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment. I can certainly advise on the issues of a will, how you should go about it. But when it comes to legal matters like that, you know, as I say, I'm not a lawyer and you need to speak to a legal person.
1: All right, Brian, I've got uh, lots of questions for you, but it's just about to hit the 10.30 mark. Let's go to the news headlines and we'll continue our conversation with Brian Hirsch. After this, I'll continue taking your calls as well. SAFM
0: 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation.
1: We continue the conversation with Brian Hirsch. We're talking about your wills. Uh, Brian, a very quick one that we can take off the WhatsApp line. Hi, Kathy. Can you please ask Brian, can you do your own will? And if so, what does it require? Also, if you go to one of these free lawyers, do they charge you when you need to access that will? That's a message there from Anonymous in Cape Town.
2: Okay, anonymous, no. The the fact that it's uh, what they're saying, this is National Wills Week, many of the attorneys, not all of them, but many of them attorneys are doing free wills. I mean, they're not going to charge you. Uh, So this is a great opportunity. Can you do your own will? You can, but be very careful that you draft it correctly. It's got to be signed, dated. It's got to be witnessed correctly. Make sure it's not ambiguous. I've seen wills that are very ambiguous. So you can, but if it's a simple will, You've got to, The things you've got to concern yourself in the will is who are you leaving the assets to? Number two, who is going to be the executive of the will? You, know, you need to find someone who you're going to appoint. And number three, if you've got young children, the guardian, who is going to be guardian of that will? Those are really the important components of the will. But please be very careful. You know, some, often these homemade wills become more ambiguous They're not. And if you have a will will that's ambiguous, it's going to cause you more problems. Mm. But it's better to have a will. It's better to not to have a will than to have a will that's ambiguous.
1: Uh, I've also got a message coming through here from Letitia. She says, Morning, Kathy. I have two daughters. Can my eldest daughter be the executor of the will?
2: I don't know how old your daughter is, but certainly if she's over 21, I even think 18, she can be the executor. Not that she's actually going to, the master may not accept her. he may insist that she appoints a professional firm, but the advantage is she would appoint a professional firm as her agent. She would still be, be required to sign all the documentation, but she would be the agent and she would then negotiate with the agent a fee. And then she could, she's also in control as that co-executor because she would then, if the individual firm that she's appointed is not doing a good job, and often you see that, mm-hmm. that people struggle to sort out their wills because, I mean, if you think about what's happened in the last 15 months with the number of guests, the master's office is inundated. They're not coping. And to get letters of executorship from, and often these professional firms will go there and sit there for a week and do everything they can to make sure that they can start winding up the state. The problem is until the letter of executorship is received, there's not much you can do. And I've got a situation at the moment where I've got a. a, a, a um, um, before The husband died Everything is in his name The wife has got no money in her account And she can't actually access any monies She's had to borrow money Against the security of what she's going to inherit And who knows how long it can take Because if things are not as clear as they should be It could take months to get that letter of executor So you can draw up your own will But I would take advantage of National Wills Week
1: Alright, let me go to Middlelands. Smangela, good morning Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to Brian. Yeah.
0: Good morning. I have spoken to Brian about this. I've got a problem. My mother died in, in 1994. This is the 27th year. And she had a will. But the law still hasn't wound up the will. You know, the, the law that is funding the estate. Now I will... Pop up 11,000, 11,000, 11, you know, for the kind of this that he has, uh, you know, he has finally got, you know, my father had some properties in Natalie in Brate. Now he wants me to pop out 11,000. To do what, Mangele? Is, those... is, that,
2: is that what he wants to charge you for, executive fees?
0: He says he wants to charge me for the kind of this that he has finally, you know, out from the, from the, you know, from the different uh, town councils, you know,
2: now, look! Look! It, it, it's a it's a, it's a real problem because they're going to charge you something for these services. Take someone. I mean, I'll give you. A, 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 which refers to take someone who's only got a property and leaves a property. And now that property is not left to... Because any assets left to spouses between each other obviously does not attract estate duty. But still, that property has got to be transferred from the one spouse to the other spouse or from a mother to a child, whatever the case may be. And you've still got to pay someone to do those services. So if there's no cash in the estate, it's a real problem. So what is important, the way of creating a cash in the estate is to take out a life policy and to have a life policy which will at least give some liquidity for two reasons. One, to help you live while the estate is being wound up and secondly, to pay those fees. But if you, if, if, you know, if in winding up a estate, there, there are going to be fees and you're going to have to pay someone for their services. They certainly, whilst the, the attorneys are prepared to draw up rules this week uh, free of charge, they certainly not going to wind up state to the free of charge because there's time and effort. It's laborious. There's a lot of paperwork there's a lot of work in winding up in the state, collecting all the documents, making sure who, who is any money owed to anyone, collecting any money owed to the to the deceased. Uh, and making sure everything is paid accordingly in certain cases there's capital gains tax that has to be paid if an estate is larger than three and a half million where it has not been left to a spouse then you've got um, state duty all those things and all those calculations you've got to get documents from SARS you've got to get documents from the masters it's enormous amounts of work and anyone who's doing in state has to do all that irrespective of the size of the estate, they've still got to complete all the documentation. So it's really unfortunate.
0: Now but I want to know for all these years has you been throwing this three and a half percent plus debt from my father's will from my mother's will.
2: Look I am I'm, I'm hearing this call very badly. May I ask you to so, go back so, to,
1: so so Brian, so she's asking if for Because you talked about the 3.5%, right, that the executor then it would be entitled to if that's part of the contract agreement. So she yes. wants to know if the executor has been claiming 3.5% annually from this estate or uh, if it's no, a
2: once-off okay. fee. No, fee. It's a one-off fee. It's a one-off fee on the value of the estate, whatever the, whatever the gross value of the estate is mm-hmm. at date of death. It's a one-off so, fee, yes. and, can only, and the executor can only take that fee when the estate has been wound up, the papers have been seen, and, the, and, and the, 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 what they call the liquidation distribution account, the final liquidation distribution account has lain open for inspection, and the master is satisfied that you can now distribute the assets. Only then can the um, executor take fees. And sometimes in that case, it may be years. The executor may be working for two or three years winding up the estate without being paid, and has to wait until the, the, the will is finally finalized, mm. the estate.
1: Smangele, does that help you out? Yeah, it,
0: it does, although I'm, I'm not sure if, he hasn't been, if he's been taking this money for the 27 years that he's been lending this estate. You know, it's 27 years. Mm.
1: So ultimately, and he shouldn't term, have taken anything because yeah, the process yeah, hasn't been wound yeah. up yet. Hey, Brian? But,
2: yeah, have we spoken before?
1: I said, yes, I have spoken
0: to you before, Brian. And he told me that I, there's property involved and there's no money in, yes. involved. And I know there was money involved. When I asked him about the money, he said the money was paid out. And I said, to whom? He said I should phone his ex-employee, who is already retired. I said, but I, she was just your employee lawyer. It was you that was me the estate, not the, the employee. So He, said, he was the, the
2: beneficiary. Who was the beneficiary of the estate?
0: It was uh, three siblings. We were three. We were three. My other brother has already passed on. It was as the siblings of my mother. After my father died, my father's things went to my mother and he got half. And then my mother got half. And now we Look, are the beneficiaries, I, right, too. We,
2: are, we I, I, I remember, as yeah. vaguely talked about this. May I suggest we take you, we take you back to the, um, to our, uh, into our office and just let me, get, let me get your phone number and I'll call you later. All
1: right. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Thanks for thank that call. You, Don't worry, Smangelo we'll, we'll give him your contact details offline and he'll get in touch with you. Okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much Kevin. No problem. Swangela
1: out in okay. Midlands. Uh, Brian, a uh, quick readout in terms of your numbers uh, for our listeners.
2: Okay, so firstly let me give you the details of the attorney that can be where, where you can access attorneys. It's I'm going it's capital L small s s a at capital L, ssa.org.za. Dot dot uh I repeat that. Capital L It's small, S-S-A, at capital L, S-S-A, dot org, Z-A. When I said capital, it's the letter, well, I meant capital. And you can get get me on my number, 8011-880-4888. Please, all your numbers, where you can be reached, what area you're phoning from, and please give me your question.
1: All right. Thanks for that, Brian. Always a pleasure. We'll chat to you again next week, Tuesday, okay? Bye. Keep safe until then. Uh, Brian, her share lots of questions on the issues of will, but important that we ask as many questions as possible so that we have the right wills in place. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We come back with your personal development session after this.